Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, December 29th, 2020. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell kind of gives a stiff arm to President Trump's plan to increase stimulus payments to $2,000. We'll discuss that. Plus, the two Republican senators in the Senate runoff races in Georgia are firmly standing with the president, not with McConnell on this. And finally, President-elect Biden claims his transition team is facing roadblocks from the Trump administration. You may recall on Sunday night when Donald Trump signed that COVID relief bill into law, the one that his administration had negotiated that passed both houses of Congress with overwhelming bipartisan majorities, and then the one that he said he wasn't going to sign. Well, when he finally signed it on Sunday, you may recall, he said that he got the Congress to agree to three major priorities of his, and that's why he decided to finally sign the COVID relief bill into law. And those three priorities were this Section 230 of a mid-1990s communications law that allows tech companies to sort of have liability protection, and Donald Trump wants to get rid of that. So that's one thing he wants Congress to look into. He said he wants Congress to look into voter integrity and making sure that there is no voter fraud, which of course he claims was rampant in the November 3rd general election and why he lost the election. That is not true and not supported by the facts at all. But nonetheless, he wants Congress to spend its time on it. And as you know, Donald Trump wants to up those stimulus checks that Americans are getting from $600 to $2,000. And that is something that the Democrats seized on immediately and said, yes, sir, Mr. President, join forces with him. Well, today, Mitch McConnell takes to the Senate floor and makes crystal clear that he is in absolutely no hurry whatsoever to take up the House passed bill that did exactly that, up the stimulus to $2,000. In fact, he's pretty cool to all three items on Donald Trump's punch list. Those are the three important subjects the president has linked together. This week, the Senate will begin a process to bring these three priorities into focus. So think about it for a second. In your workplace, if you presented some ideas that were really important to you and some authority figure in your workplace heard those ideas and said, yes, let's start a process to look into that. Do you walk out of that thinking, hey, I got my wish list? I don't think so. And what you heard there from Mitch McConnell It was a clear message to Donald Trump. I got you to sign the bill. We needed you to sign. I'm telling you that we're going to have some process of these things that you care about, but I'm not putting a timeline on it. I'm not guaranteeing that by Sunday at noon, when this session of Congress ends, that all these things are going to be taken care of. So if you thought that there was going to be this swell of momentum to get COVID relief, those stimulus checks from $600 to $2,000, because you saw bipartisan vote in the House yesterday doing that, or you heard some Republican senators like Marco Rubio say he's on board with the notion of going up to 2000, you may have thought this was a train leaving the station. Well, the Senate majority leader who runs that institution with an iron fist made clear today he is in no hurry to accomplish that. What he wants to do is get through that override of the president's veto of the defense authorization bill, and that's going to happen tomorrow. Here's what else matters today. Those stimulus checks are the very issue of the day in the Georgia Senate runoff races. Kelly Loeffler 
and David Perdue, two Republican senators, they're not with their leader, Mitch McConnell, on, oh, let's begin a process to look into this here. No, they are firmly in Donald Trump's camp. They have said today for the first time, definitively, both of them, that they support upping those stimulus checks to $2,000. My colleague Kiyung La caught up with Kelly Loeffler on the campaign trail today. Well, I've said I've supported, I support it. Um, Look, we have to provide relief to Americans because Democrats have locked our country down. They've played politics with this moment and refused to pass relief month after month after month. Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff, the Democrats down there in Georgia, they were quite eager to continue to hammer away at their Republican opponents for the lack of getting those stimulus checks to $2,000 in the bill that Donald Trump signed on Sunday night. Well, now, Purdue and Leffler made clear where they see the politics on this. They clearly believe that it would have been detrimental to their efforts to get reelected in just a few days to keep Senate control in Republican hands if they didn't get out and support the stimulus going up to $2,000. That's how politically potent this issue is. And Donald Trump understands it. That's why he's rallied his supporters to this cause. Overwhelming majorities of Americans who agree on almost nothing in politics agree that the stimulus check should go up to $2,000. But it divides Republicans. There are many Republicans who believe it's fiscally irresponsible. Remember, that COVID relief bill was $900 billion that just got signed into law. That is nowhere near where Mitch McConnell wanted the price tag to be. And now, if you up the stimulus checks to $2,000, you are adding a huge amount of money to the price tag of the overall COVID relief. That is not something that all Republicans in the House or the Senate agree upon. But it is something that's politically popular out on the trail, which is why Leffler and Purdue today made it crystal clear they support it. But what did they not say? You didn't hear either one of them say, and I demand Mitch McConnell put this for a vote on the floor. And I'm not going to rest until Mitch McConnell gives a vote this week on the $2,000. No, they didn't say that. They just said, Donald Trump has been right. I stand with Donald Trump and we should get more aid into the hands of Georgians in need. That is a politically popular thing to do. What they didn't do is try to actually coax Mitch McConnell to their side and get it accomplished. This is more rhetoric than it is necessarily going to be results. And finally today, Joe Biden really ramped up his criticism of the Trump administration, specifically the Trump transition teams at the Pentagon and the Office of Management and Budget. He was more aggressive in his tone yesterday when he addressed this issue than we've heard him on this at any point prior. And the Biden transition team says they believe nothing short of America's national security is at risk here if there's not a smooth, completely transparent and completely engaged transition process underway. Now, there seems to be disagreement here because the Trump Defense Department says it is indeed conducting a bunch of interviews and a bunch of meetings with the transition. Three meetings were scheduled this week. That's actually not something the Biden team disputes. Two on COVID, one on cybersecurity. So it's not as if nothing's happening. But the Trump team says there was an agreed upon pause in transition meetings for a two week holiday break. The Biden team says there was never an agreed upon pause. And Joe Biden went out there to sort of sound the alarm that he did not think the Trump team was being as cooperative as they need to be. This is the sign of somebody who's about to take over the reins of power. This is somebody who's laying down a marker now 
so that if there's something that goes awry post-January 20th, he may be able to point back and say, oh, if there was a smoother transition, maybe this would not have been sort of a hole in knowledge when it relates to America's national security. It's unclear what specific national security items sparked the level of concern to get the president-elect all ramped up on this, but it is clear that the Biden team thinks that they're working with their hands tied behind their back in terms of getting ready on the national security front for taking over the government on January 20th. That's it for today's political briefing. Tomorrow, we'll be bringing you the next episode in our Georgia Senate runoff series, where we're going to take a closer look at the state of both races, including those record-breaking early vote numbers, fundraising numbers, and all the political calculations at play. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.